You're listening to The Organized Thinker, and I'm your host, Leslie Geller, founder of Geller Coaching, a business and life coach, author, blogger, and motivational speaker. I've created this podcast for professionals that know what to do, but wish they were doing it in a more productive and meaningful way. Podcast number five, you just do it. You just do it. You force yourself to get up and put one foot in front of the other, fight the urge to give up, then go about the business of living. You just do it. Designing a purposeful life is not always this deep, deep thinking process that involves some being purposeful in your every move, in your every thought. Sometimes I think it just starts from the basic personal principles of life that we don't give much thought to at all. I think of it like our hardwiring. What is hardwiring? I mean, at first glance, it would seem if something is hardwired, it's the way we are. It's the natural thought process that comes up without much thought at all, right? I think about it in terms of, say, my oldest son, who's 27. He seemingly was born a hardwired optimist. Still to this day, that's his natural way of being. Even in the midst of an upset, he can spin himself out of it within a few minutes and get to the other side of it with a positive or neutral stance. It's kind of fascinating to watch and wonderful, though, to be a part of because it even helps me sometimes work my own way out of that very same upset. But it does make me think. The reason it makes me think is because I think people see me that way too. There was someone close to me once who described me as a dreamer. It wasn't intended as a compliment. Um, probably not necessarily as a criticism exactly, but that is how I heard it. He said he was a realist and I was a dreamer. There's definitely more to that conversation, but that was the part I remembered. That was the part that has stayed with me for years. I know I denied it as the words rolled off his tongue at the time, but back then I would dispute most things upon arrival if they didn't feel right. These days though, I tend to be silent long enough to think about what someone is saying, especially in regards to my disposition or being, and I try to ask myself, is that true? What would that mean even if it is true? A dreamer, someone that dreams about things? I don't think that's what he meant. I think what he meant, and to be fair, I could be wrong, but I think that in his opinion, I had a dreamy way of looking at things, you know, a very positive outlook, one that he couldn't relate to. My point is that the idea that the very basic way we respond to life is critical in designing a purposeful life. And I believe that this way of responding to life is different for everyone. Some of us are hardwired to find the good, and some of us have difficulty finding our way out of the weeds on a daily basis. So if it's true that designing a purposeful life relies on how we first respond to life itself, then can all people truly design this for themselves? Or is this only available to those with this hardwired, dreamer-like disposition? I definitely don't have hard, fast research to support my theory on this, but 
I will use the data that I've seen, of course, in my family, as well as with my clients. Not all my clients nor family members have appeared to be hardwired with optimism. Yet I can say for sure that they've been able to transition into that way of thinking. Now, if you can't relate to this optimistic way of thinking, you may be fully listening to me at this point. Maybe you secretly yearn for an easier way of thinking about life as it comes to you. Maybe you've been working on this. Or maybe you're just in awe of those around you that can think and live like that way. But no matter how you slice it, I find that people without the natural inclination do wish they had it. Yet they feel stuck believing that it's just not how they process and therefore can't do it. Just can't. Not for lack of trying and not for their lack of wanting, but they can't. Cue negative disposition. Okay. That may be a little harsh. It might not be that you have a negative disposition. It might just be that you tend to worry a lot. And when we pull apart this worrying game, it does seem to be, you know, it becomes a discussion with yourself, with others, of all the worst possible outcomes available. You begin to find all the holes, all the different scenarios of how bad this is now and how bad this is going to get. Every once in a while, your brain puts on a break and tries to interrupt this pattern, but then goes right back to it. It actually makes my heart just race just thinking about it. But you know why? Because even with a dreamer-like optimistic disposition, my brain can quickly head south for seemingly no reason at all. I say seemingly because while it seems like there's no reason, there often is. If I'm not well-rested, if I haven't been feeling well, if I'm overwhelmed with a new work project and I'm nervous about it, even if I don't realize these things occurring consciously, they affect my thinking, even myself, so-called dreamer. But I have tools. I have a plan in place for those days. And this is the part that I want you to listen to. If you have difficulty getting that negative noise to stop long enough for you to move on with your day and your life, my first tool is just in being prepared that there will be those days where the negative, worrisome self-talk will take over. The second tool is to replace my fears, worries, naysaying attitude with some kind of action. Anything will do. I might begin to hear that voice, let it all out, then shake my head and say, um, no, get out of bed and get a shower. If I'm already well into my work day, I may still shake my head and say, um, no. But instead, I'll just get up, reposition, go out, get some fresh air, grab a piece of fruit, play my favorite Spotify list. Anything that distracts my brain from this thinking for a few minutes, anything will help. And the last tool I use when the voice is persistent is to ask myself, is this true? And then give myself some quiet time to answer. If I can't answer my own question, then I ask, well, can you prove it? And that's the one that matters because none of that thinking is rational nor based on facts. So I can never prove it. Even though many times I really want to, I can't. Which is when no matter what kind of hardwired thinker you are, you get to choose what is next. 
It's when you prepare yourself for this next question. How do I get past this moment? And that's when we decide, Nike said it best, just do it. You just do it. You force yourself to get up and put one foot in front of the other. Fight the urge to give up. Then go about the business of living. You just do it. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, if you change one thing, it can change everything.